Hey everybody, it's BJ. Hey, I'm Aletha. And this is another episode of Off the Record. Well, I can I can tell you, Aletha, that um, this year coming out of a pandemic, it is really refreshing to see more people at ball games. It is really refreshing yeah, to see more people at the grocery store. Yeah. I've actually walked into a store in Smithfield, Smithfield the other day that I, I, I said, I, I actually made the comment how happy I was to walk in this store finally and not have to wear a mask because the last two times I went in there, I had to. And it felt like it just dampened the the environment, seeing all these people like robots walk around in masks. It is a really nice store. Uh, so I'm glad that that is uh, coming to an end. So, What you reckon about the Delta variant? What in the world is this? I don't know. It's the new variant of COVID that they're saying is going to cause an issue for our country in the fall. Here's the thing. There's always going to be a new one. It's like the flu. There's always a new strand of it. You know, and there's always going to be a reason for the government now that now that we, the people, have given them so much power to shut down our schools, mm-hmm. shut down our sports, shut down our movie theaters, shut down our homes sometimes, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's really frustrating. Uh, I think the media, the, and when I talk about, I was talking earlier about the local press, but the national media, they... More people, and it's proven over and over every day, more people will turn into their, their channel uh, or read their story if it's got some uh, shock and awe headline to it, like, this new variant is going to kill 10 million people by yeah. the fall. I mean, give me a break. Uh, there could be some major d- disaster there, but reality is that's our new world, and we're and just going to have to figure it out. it's a scary world, and this whole thing about people not wanting to work, I'm about sick of that. That's right. To get- it is... Danny was about to have to bleep me out. <laughs> I was not raised to not work. Right. And so I was thinking about that driving to work this morning. Honest to God, because by the time I was, I don't know, I'm going to say 11 or 12, I was being utilized in some capacity on the farm. Mm-hmm. And then whenever the harvest season was over, um, we were in school. So, you know, we did we didn't have to, obviously we didn't work that young when we were in school. Right. But from the time <clears throat> from the time I was 11, 12 years old, I was working and my family were farmers, right? And I was sitting there thinking about it. And except 40 years that I stayed home to raise my daughter, which by the way is a job. There was a recent study that came out in the last week that said that a stay-at-home mother was actually the equivalent of working two full-time jobs if you were stay-at-home mom. Believe it absolutely true i did work when i stayed home probably harder and more than when i had a regular job but other than that i don't ever i'm 44 years old and i do not ever remember a time in my life where i just weren't working Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying right if i left one job to go to another one i already had one or i got one immediately or whatever the case may be like what where is the breakdown in in families to where children that are 16, 17, 18, whatever years old, early 20s, that these kids have absolutely no work ethic whatsoever? It, it, it's, it's really astounding because it the, is unbelievable the, it's having a major impact on restaurants yes, it is. Uh, and, and a lot of the lower skilled uh, industries that still need people to perform a task. Who and typically hire a, that age that, group. That age group. Yeah. And, and it's really important that these young people get to work. I know I was 
a library page when I was 14 or 15. I mean, yeah. just a sippy little job of putting the books back yeah. in, the, in the library. And then uh, and then uh, a sports shop, and I forgot where else I worked. And when I was in college, I worked all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've worked since I was 14, 15 years old. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, our kids have to. My, my kids are about a year or two away. My oldest is about a year or two away from that. But I know your daughter even worked at a, a restaurant. So, I mean, those are the types of jobs we need to get people in. And speaking of incentivizing, uh, this whole idea of incentivizing people with a million-dollar lottery to, to get their COVID shot, I think, is uh, an awful policy set forth by the government. Because now that they've done it, now that they've gone through and said this is something we're doing, it will continue to be a, a, a mechanism they use to get people to take certain actions. And the reason why they're doing it is because they're desperate and it's not going to be effective. And I really hate it's it. It's like the governmental, um, it's like the governmental equivalent to um, bad parenting mm -hmm. that's always like little johnny if you do this i'll do let me talk to you about let's get incentive incentive how you say that word incentivized yeah i thought you were going to talk about people going to work and having incentive to go back to work because some people are aren't they like um giving you bonuses right, and, to get and back all to that work. you know like i was just saying about the government like if you get your vaccine i'll give you this and little johnny if you'll do this i'll do it. my incentive to work was so that my mama didn't kick my <laughs> right. My incentive to work was if you want something, okay, you got to work for it. Right. It was because there wasn't anybody there that was just still going to make sure I had all the little wants in life, mm -hmm. not needs. I'm not talking about needs. Right. Roof over your head, heat, air, and all that kind of crap. But if you got a job and you got a driver's license, then the reason that you should be at work is because in my house, if I want out there doing something to make money, to do the things I need to do, and I was just going to sit at home and be a bum, I would ultimately be homeless because my mom would have been like, you can get out of my house. You're going to get out of my house because if you're going to stay in my house, you're going to be productive, right? You're going to have something that you're doing because when you – and maybe it was because – maybe that was one of the blessings of growing up in a family that was somewhat less fortunate. I I definitely missed out on the white privilege growing up. I don't ever recall benefiting <laughs> from that. But maybe that was one of the benefits of growing up in a home that was a little less fortunate financially. It was because there wasn't anyone there that could just give to you. Mm -hmm. You had to make your own way. Like, my right. mama was a survivor. I was making my bed, getting myself dressed and ready for school when I was five. Uh, and you better not miss the ask my brother about it. Missing the bus? Mm-hmm. My brother kept missing the school truck. That's what we call it. <laughs> my brother kept missing the school truck. Missing the school truck. My mama told him we lived about eight miles from South North High School. And my mama told him, she said, if I've got to be late to take you to school one more time, you're going to walk. And my brother missed the bus. And guess what he did? He walked his to school. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine a parent doing that now? Right. Somebody would probably report on They would. And say that this is neglect or something. But let me tell you something. He didn't. You didn't have to ever worry about that boy missing the bus again. <laughs> he made the bus every single time after that. You know. So it's like this whole thing of people not working, and their and their people are lazy. They have no work ethic. They don't even have common respect. You know, to where if you're even going to leave a job, you do it the right way. It's like how in the world have we lost this whole idea of just doing the right thing? Explain this to me. 
I don't know, but it just it it just it burns me up. My daughter's seventeen years old, but I can tell you right now that I wouldn't allow her to sit at home and not have a job. Mm-hmm. You need to go find something to do. Right. Right? Am I am I am I just crazy? Am I just crazy? Tell me. I want to know. I just love Alita. I want to know if I if I just I mean you're making me think like maybe I'm just crazy. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. You're not crazy. What has happened, BJ? What was the standard, what was the norm of you growing up is not the standard. No, it's today. not. But why? I, I, you know, where's that breakdown? Like, what has, what, what, how has that changed? And as bad as I hated, because I did, you can ask my mama, and I mean, I hated working on the farm. Mm-hmm. I mean, despised it. Hated it with a passion. I, I, but I am, at now, as an adult, I am so very grateful for that. Well, it's the I, reason got, I have the. Work I've got a theory now. Now, some of the religious zealots would would go into the whole Ten Commandments being taken out of school. I get that argument, uh, but I would actually say it's because this generation hasn't been tested the way the previous generation uh, had been tested. So um, think about uh, World War II. Mm, that generation yeah. was called the greatest generation, right? Right. Because I mean, imagine. Uh, being 20 in 1941 mm-hmm. and you're going off to war, right? That means you were you were born at the end of the First World War yeah. and you grew up w- watching the world powers bicker back and forth and then there was this moment. For us, it was Pearl Harbor, right? right. For our for our country. And, and imagine living and watching and breathing that. Uh, our generation witnessed 9-11. We were really involved. That, that was something major that happened this generation, the most that's happened has been the pandemic yeah. so far. And I'm, I'm trying to think back in the last like decade. Like on a nationwide Right, it, which has scale. had a major impact. But between 9-11 and this, this past year, 20 years ago, what has really happened that's had yeah. a significant generational impact? Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really think. I mean, there's been things that have happened, but I can't think of that defining moment that would cause an entire generation of people to get back to the roots of helping your neighbor. Yeah. Taking the trash to the street, putting the shopping cart back in the shopping oh. cart container. Oh, my Lord. Right? Yeah, the, the don't little, even get me started The little that. things that make a society work and more cohesive, you don't, you don't have as much of that now. And I think a lot of that has to do with how we haven't been tested as a generation. Well, um, we probably about to be. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. I hope not, but at the same time, it's it's just extremely disheartening. And I know that the pandemic, we've talked about it, it was going to forever change the landscape of the country across the board. And obviously, we're still dealing in with the aftermath of that. But just, just the stories we've done about people, um, businesses that can't keep help, it's, I just... I just find that so disheartening mm-hmm. and sad, mm-hmm. and it makes it really hard to look at your own child or your future grandchildren and to think and to try to have hope. You know, it's like, what is happening that literally you can't get an 18-year-old to work because why? They don't want to sweat. You know, mm-hmm. why? What's the reason for right. that? they just right. rather sit home and play video games? It's lazy, and we have incentivized the wrong things in yeah, our society. Yeah, they need their beat that's mm-hmm. what they need sorry kids need mm-hmm. period in a story this was a lot of fun as always as always she came in she it was like what's that the song on tiktok she's coming in hot <laughs> it's got the 
I forgot how it does. Don't, I'm sorry. Forgive me for singing. But Alethea came in hot. She brought the heat. My off-the-record commentary was nothing compared to what y'all just experienced. Whatever. Uh, and uh, I love you. I love you. And, you full of <laughs> I love you. Oh, <laughs> by the way, by the way, we took a, a clip from the last off-the-record and put on uh, TikTok. Do you know how many views it got? I don't care. I right. don't even want to know. 51,000. 51,000 views. So ridiculous. And she got mad at me for doing it. Yeah, I, I posted I did. everywhere. It's okay. Uh, I think it's I think it's good knowledge that people can relate to, and it was funny, and it was sincere, straight from the heart, and that is why people ate it up. So, and, okay, all right, all right. Until next time, I'm BJ. I'm Alita. Y'all have a great day. Take care. Bye.